Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing program services and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we're going to talk with Tom Barnett of the Fairfax County Office to Prevent and End Homelessness. We're going to talk about homelessness in Fairfax County and the hypothermia program. Tom, uh, welcome to the podcast, the conversation, and a lot of uh, uh, big subject matter topics to talk about, some important life uh, saving uh, topics. Uh, indeed. Thanks for having me, Jim. Absolutely, absolutely. And I love the uh, love the pipes, by the way. Love the uh, <laughs> I, I've been told I should have had a, have a career in radio. Yeah, I, I grew up uh, wanting a voice like that. Uh, I always used to listen to the, the guy on TV, you know, coming up at 11. I was like, oh, I want that voice. <laughs> Unfortunately, it seems to take a lot of work, actually. Right. I, I was disappointed to find out. <laughs> so what, what brings you to Fairfax County and specifically the office uh, to prevent and end homelessness? How did you, how did you Sure. Well, I, I was actually born and raised in Fairfax County. Wow, you're uh, one of the few. One of the few, the lucky few. Yeah. Uh, north part of Reston uh, through most of grade school and then graduated from Centerville High School in 92. So it's been, um, you know, obviously this is the community that I know and mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. I went to school, Virginia Commonwealth University, um, only only been with the county workforce three years. I keep saying only, but I guess eventually I'll have right, to stop right. saying that. That's right. Most of my work has been in the nonprofit world. Right. Okay. Yeah. What did you do with uh, with nonprofits in the same kind of yeah. area? Uh, well, it was when I was at VCU in Richmond that I actually, by chance, got a internship working with what they call the duly diagnosed, so people with severe mental illness mm. and substance abuse issues. So... Um, that's how I got into the field of homelessness, yeah, yeah. and it was really life-changing. I uh, saw the power that housing can have to transform lives, uh, taking people literally right off of the streets, under bridges, out of houses that were dilapidated and run mm-hmm. down, and giving them a simple, modest, stable home, and uh, lives were really transformed from that simple act. Right, so right. It, for me, it was rather addictive to be able to have a positive, demonstrable impact on people's yeah. lives. And since then, I, I went uh, grad school in New York. I worked in the shelter system there. Wow. Uh, came back home to uh, Fairfax County back in 2005 and continued to do the work and uh, feel really fortunate now to be with the county's office to prevent and end homelessness. Yeah. The, the shelter system in New York, and I know this is going to not sound mm. the way it should coming out, mm. but and I'm probably going to sound ignorant when I say it, but when I think of shelters and homelessness, I automatically think of a New York City or a big city where you're going to have just a huge amount of problems. Well, that's why I went there. I thought we're better to understand the problem and to learn about solutions than New York City. Hmm. And they really are doing some really um, innovative things using uh, data to measure the results and try new solutions. Unfortunately, they have not found great success. Mm-hmm. On any given night, there's over 60,000 people wow. in New York City. It's, so it's a system that is really, uh, you know, it's challenged. Mm-hmm. Um, I was relieved coming back home uh, to find, you know, that we have a, in some ways, much more manageable problem here in Fairfax County. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's a problem that we can solve uh, since the 10-year plan was adopted by the ten, uh, Board of Supervisors and our office was started um, under the leadership of Dean Klein. 
the number of people who are homeless on any given night has dropped by a third. Wow. So we're making some good progress. Okay. Go back to New York City and then yeah. swing it back to Fairfax County because, sure. as I said, I, I, I think New York City, big, huge, granted, they're going to have a homelessness problem. Mm-hmm. Fairfax County, right. the, from one year to the next, Fairfax and Loudoun go back and forth with the highest income per capita yeah. in the yeah. country. You can't tell me, Tom, that there's a homelessness problem here in Fairfax County. Well, I'm, a, I'm kind of ashamed to say that growing up here, I didn't realize we did have the problem. Yeah. You know, um, through high school years, I never thought about yeah. it. But I can tell you, I knew people with problems. Right? I knew about uh, a family who, uh, whose mother took the child and, and went into a motel because they had were living with an abusive husband and father. Um, they were homeless. Mm. I did, the, the label wasn't applied to them. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew a family friend who had a serious substance abuse issue and who was sleeping in his car. Mm. Um, but again, homelessness was not applied to it. It, it wasn't until I moved back uh, after getting my education and social work that I, I came to understand that we have hundreds of people sleeping in shelters every night um, and even sleeping in the woods. Uh, mm. You, you start to see around the fall when the, the leaves fall off the trees that there are tents out there mm-hmm. throughout the entire year, even in the coldest months, people uh, sleeping uh, unsheltered. Mm-hmm. You mentioned growing up and, and some of the situations that, you know, you personally didn't realize. Yeah. Is there a, I, there's a stigma around the word homeless and Absolutely. homelessness. Is that yeah. is that getting better? Is it improving some? You know, stigma is really important when it comes to uh, ending homelessness and building up the self-sufficiency and mm-hmm. self-esteem of the people we work mm-hmm. with. And so we try to avoid using homeless people or the homeless especially mm-hmm. because it really takes the person out of the equation. Mm-hmm. So we prefer to talk about people experiencing homelessness. Um, these are people who do not have a home, and they are also veterans, they are children, they are parents, they are workers, and um, I think when you talk about the person first, it really changes the conversation and changes how you address the problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, I think the number one statistic when we talk about homelessness here in Fairfax County that shocks people and breaks down that stigma is uh, that 33% of people who are homeless here in Fairfax County are children, are people under the age of 18. Certainly it's by no fault of their own, but they are as homeless as the guy who's sleeping in his car or in the woods. And how... I know it's it's different. It's people dependent. Every situation is different. But how how did how did how do people get to this situation? Mm. I mean, you mentioned the the family friend that you knew that left an abusive situation. That's kind of understandable. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, bravo for that that mom taking the action to yeah. to leave. But thirty three percent of children yeah. are homeless. I mean. Uh, how do, we, how do we get there? Well, unlike many metropolitan or urban areas like D.C. or, or New York, Fairfax County being a suburban community, mm-hmm. it, family homelessness is the predominant type of homelessness. Mm-hmm. And so the common denominator across all types of homelessness is a lack of housing, especially stable, affordable housing mm-hmm. that they can maintain. But the other challenges that are, are heaped on top of that are varied and very diverse. In terms of families, it's often a short-term crisis, a lost job, a mm, health crisis okay, where yeah. people have, who are living one paycheck away from homelessness uh, 
couldn't keep up mm-hmm. and they've fallen into homelessness. So our partnership of nonprofits and the faith community, businesses and other government agencies can quickly lift them out of homelessness and back into stable housing. Gotcha. For many of the single adults without children who are homeless, they often, you see long-term uh, chronic health conditions, severe mm. disabilities, uh-huh. substance abuse, mental illness, and that is a very different type of solution that we have to address. Mm-hmm. So you're with the Fairfax County Office to prevent and end homelessness. Um, I mean, it's very clear in the title of the agency <laughs> What, what your job is. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, talk to us a little bit about the office, you know, kind of broad, and then we can dive down a little bit if you want. But um, it sounds very fairly simple what you're going to do, prevent and end homelessness, but it's not very easy to do. So how, <laughs> I, how, how do you do that? I, I think we're blessed in the sense that it is a, a young office mm-hmm. and it has such a clear mission. Uh, the names does say yeah, it all. Yeah. And it was born out of this 10-year plan to end homelessness that the board adopted in 2008. Uh, but to be honest, there has been a long tradition here in Fairfax County of people caring for people who are homeless, nonprofits, uh, specifically providing shelter and other types of services. So our office is really about transforming the way that our community uh, addresses homelessness, from stopping managing of homelessness, accounting how many people are in shelters, but really moving them to stable housing. And so we've done a tremendous amount of work at doubling and tripling the number of people that move out of our shelters to permanent stable housing. Mm. And um, it's really only been done because of collaboration and a commitment among all of our partners towards this goal to prevent and end homelessness. I was going to ask about the partnership because you're talking about housing, you're talking about shelters. I assume there's nonprofits that may be involved with Mm -hmm. food or clothing or you know, schools, if kids are involved in the family. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's a huge collaborative effort. I think that's the value that the 10-year plan and this office and the partnership brings is that the solutions to homelessness are, are not singular. It really requires everything from housing to services. Um, for example, the public schools. We work with the Fairfax County Public Schools Homeless Liaison's Office mm-hmm. and our family shelters to make sure that the children who are homeless can continue to go to school, mm-hmm. right? Because clearly when they are disconnected from their normal community and uh, moved from one place to the other, education is often the first to suffer. And that can create a cycle of, of poverty and homelessness for generations. So we try to stem that as much as we can by mm-hmm. making sure the kids have transportation, they have their basic needs met, food and school supplies. That's one type of an example of a, of a partnership between the schools and nonprofits and our office that is so vitally important, mm-hmm. um, and the kids would really suffer without it. Right. You mentioned uh, a statistic early on that uh, 33% of the homeless in Fairfax County are, are children. Um, is there a way to put a, a number on kind of this problem in Fairfax County? Are you able to to uh, quantify it? In yeah, they, that's a very challenging thing. I, I think the strongest indicator of, of that risk of homelessness is uh, the number of people that are living in poverty. So hmm. people think about Fairfax County as being an incredibly wealthy right. community, and in many ways it is. But because there are so many people here, even a small percentage, uh, it means a lot of people. So here in Fairfax County, we have over over 64,000 people living under the federal poverty level. 
level. Wow. And that federal poverty level is in by no means generous. Uh, right, right. It is right. extremely minimal. And honestly, it's a miracle that people are able to maintain housing uh, with that income. Mm-hmm. So I think anyone within that population is at risk. What we find is that people who do become homeless are not necessarily just uh, poor, but they have a lack of social supports, for, mm. uh, a lack of a strong network of people that you or I may depend on. Uh, a family member mm. or a friend who would put us up if we lost our jobs, right. they don't have. Their support networks are stretched to the mm. limits, and that's what makes the, the difference is yeah. poverty and a lack of support through their social network. Wow. That means So in many ways, the nonprofits and government fill in that support network and lift them back into the community. Right. We're talking with Tom Barnett of Fairfax County's Office to Prevent and End Homelessness about uh, homelessness here in Fairfax County. And we're going to get to the hypothermia program in uh, just a minute. But, Tom, you mentioned this uh, support network. Um, If folks listening right now are concerned, um, is there a, a telephone number, a website? How can they reach out to maybe just talk a little bit about someone they know or maybe their in a situation themselves that they may need some help? I mean, what what should they do? Are there resources? Sure, sure. So the Fairfax County website for our partnership to prevent and end homelessness uh, is at fairfaxcounty.gov slash homeless. Uh, They can also call our office at 703-324-9492. And uh, you'll be in contact with a Fairfax County office to prevent and end homelessness staff person. And we can direct you to, to any number of services and supports or answer very basic questions. Our website has a listing of all the nonprofits within our partnership that are working to prevent and end mm-hmm. homelessness mm-hmm. as well. Okay. All right. Let's, before, I don't want to run out of time here, uh, interesting subject that we're talking about, but I want to make sure we, we cover the hypothermia program, yeah. too, before we run out of time, because we're recording this in December. Uh, if you're listening, it, it could be January, but we're still in winter. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think December 21st is the winter solstice, the first official day of yeah. winter, not that it hasn't been cold before, but mm-hmm. um, is it that we think about homelessness more during the winter because we have a hypothermia program because of folks living outdoors? Well, we haven't always had the hypothermia program. Right. It's only about 10 years ago that really because of the faith community, seeing mm. people unsheltered during the coldest months, they said, really, we can't have this here in Fairfax County. So. Um, people do die of hypothermia. Mm-hmm. Hypothermia is a condition where your body temperature drops uh, so low that your body processes stop functioning. Right. And that, that can be as, as high as 95 degrees or lower. That's when, so it really doesn't have to be freezing for mm-hmm. someone to be at risk of hypothermia. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, it's basically what we do is we in, increase the entire shelter capacity by uh, hundreds of beds across our community wow. by opening uh, county buildings and opening the doors in different houses of worship uh, from churches and synagogues and mosques to uh, welcome people in and have a safe place to stay so they don't die on the streets. Mm. And how, how is that how is that word go out mm. to the folks that may need to take advantage of a shelter? Sure. I mean, I, I'm assuming that if you're if you're going to a shelter in September, October, that maybe you know 
that it's going to be available during the cold winter for hypothermia, but... Right. It's primarily single adults who utilize these uh, hypothermia shelters, and uh, it's the sad reality that we don't have enough shelter beds for these single adults during most really? of the year. Okay. So it's often a struggle for them, and they're engaged in trying to find a, a bed most of the year. Mm. So they're in contact with staff from the shelters and other support services that will let them know these uh, houses of worship are opening mm-hmm. up. Uh, so there, there is a network. Um, many of our chronically homeless individuals depend on this, and this is, won't be the first year that we've seen them there. Okay. Um, so it's, it's well known. Okay. And I'm trying to wrap my head around it. It sounds like kind of a complicated program. Uh, can, maybe we'll step back a minute. What is the hypothermia program? And you mentioned mm-hmm. the partners and faith-based sure. groups. I mean, it's basically it's about preventing hypothermia right. and death by hypothermia. So, in uh, much of the county, a local nonprofit, there's four that operate the hypothermia prevention program. Okay. Uh, contracted with our office, and they work with faith communities in their part of the county mm. to basically open a building, either a county building or a house of worship, and provide a meal. And in most cases, it's uh, sleeping bags or mats on the floor in a space that is uh, safe for for them to stay for the night so they get food and Food, safe and warm. Yeah, and and one of the most important things is conversation, uh, somebody Mm. to talk to. Interesting. And so that's a powerful experience for them because as someone who's experiencing homelessness, people don't often listen to you and hear about about your experience. And for volunteers, um, volunteers at these four local nonprofits get a chance to hear their stories. And Mm. it certainly has made me feel very grateful for what I have uh, hearing those stories. Mm -hmm. And I hear that from many other volunteers Mm -hmm. as well. Mm. Now... The shelter or shelter program and the hypothermia program honestly can be operating and folks not even know about it. I mean, not yeah. not the target population of the homelessness right. or folks that may need it, but yeah. just general folks in the community could probably have no idea that this is going on. Well, it, it's true. It, it's, it's funny in some ways that we don't know how many people are homeless in our community because they're not visible. Mm-hmm. They're staying in shelters, they're staying in the woods, or they're staying in our churches and mosques and synagogues. Mm-hmm. So, But it's amazing that I hear from people here in the county workforce oftentimes who do know about it, mm-hmm. even though we don't talk about homelessness with them most of the year. Right, they right, say right. that their church is volunteering. Their church yeah, is yeah. hosting a, a, a week uh, through Facets or New Hope Housing or right. uh, Volunteers of America or Cornerstones. Um, so it's 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 not always well known, but yeah. you'd be surprised at people that do know and care yeah. about these yeah. things. And is that how it works? You kind of touched on it. Does a local house of worship take a week during the during the year or the season or whatever and then it kind of rotates among the yeah it, it varies a bit in different parts of the okay. county but in a great portion of it, it that's exactly it mm. uh, they they will either host in their own church or they will go to another church and stay overnight uh, providing the the care that mm-hmm. needs to be provided right. with some uh, professional staff involvement as well okay so if uh, folks listening right now if they need information, want to get involved, obviously they can go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash homeless or they can call your office at 324-9492, I believe was the number, or uh, just talk to the leadership in their local house of worship about wanting to get their 
community involved. Absolutely. If you call our office or visit our website, we can point you to the local nonprofits providing this right. uh, essential service, and they're part of the community. Okay. Just a minute or two to, uh, left, Tom. Uh, another key point, key factor, key takeaway about the hypothermia program that, that you want us to, to remember. Well, I, I think volunteering is really the best message to get out. It's about getting involved and feeling thankful for what you have and supporting the work of nonprofits and and caring for your neighbors who are less fortunate. Uh, certainly this time of year around the holidays, it really reminds you of what's important, yeah. uh, family, friends, and uh, the basic necessities. Yeah, awesome. That's a, that's a great thought to, to end on, and I will let you end with giving us again the uh, the contact information uh, for sure. uh, for folks that may need more information or want to get involved. Absolutely. So the, our phone number is 703-324-9492 and our website is fairfaxcounty.gov/homeless. All right. Tom Barnett with Fairfax County's Office to Prevent and End Homelessness has been our guest with us on the County Conversation today. And Tom, thanks for uh, for being with us. Interesting topic. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, If you'd like to get more Fairfax County news and events, uh, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news, or you could also call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Also, uh, subscribe to Fairfax County's Newswire, your comprehensive county news source. You can get that uh, via RSS, Twitter, or email. Uh, you can learn more and subscribe at fairfaxcounty.gov news slash subscribe. That is going to do it for the time that we have together on this County Conversation. Thank you for listening. The County Conversation is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.